0: Hi everyone, this is Alex and welcome to my podcast and today I'll talk about something that's proven um, to be an excellent topic at any dinner party, any meeting, any friendly encounter and it's the fact that I had lived in Malta Uh, That was before my university time in England. I lived in Malta for a bit over two years and it's something that I guess defines me in a way and something that sparks a lot of curiosity. People are surprised, people are uh, curious, they're interested in what life was like uh, in such a small country, on an island, uh, in this very particular climate and also in a very particular mindset. So today I'm going to share all about it and now whenever somebody asks me about um, life in Malta, I'll just show them this episode. Before we start talking about my own experience, I want to bring in a couple of facts. I have been asked where Malta is in the past, and so I realized that not everyone is aware of this. Um, Malta is tiny. It's a very small island located below Italy, um, below Sicily to be more precise, and it is always uh, on the map of Europe, but it's so small that many times people can just simply miss it. Uh, It has 27 kilometers long and 14 and a half kilometers wide, so it's kind of the size of a bigger European city, I'd say, although you wouldn't believe how long it takes to actually um, drive from one side of the island to the other. And that's because there is a lot of people living in Malta. It's nearly 500,000 people who live there. It's obviously not only the Maltese, but also a lot of immigrants. Uh, Malta is famous for its very pleasant um, tax climate. Let's put it that way. So there's a lot of gaming, uh, of of the gaming industry, of IT, of finance. Uh, It's kind of like a little bit of a hub, I would say. There are actually three islands that are part of Malta, and it's the island of Malta, the island of Gozo, and the island of Camino. Uh, Gozo and Camino are less busy, they're very, very small, and I would definitely recommend seeing them if you're ever uh, on holiday in Malta. Not everyone knows about them, and I think everyone should. Uh, In terms of the language, which is a very common question, most Maltese people speak both English and Maltese, but unfortunately Maltese is kind of a bit of a dying language, so most older people will speak Maltese and the younger usually opt for um, English. There is also this distinction of the South speaking Maltese and the North of Malta speaking English only. But generally you will communicate uh, in English and that's why it's such a popular destination amongst and English. Actually, there's another reason for that. Malta used to be an English colony, a British colony, sorry. So there is still a lot of that influence and you will definitely see it if you go there. Um, the climate in Malta is very hot it's very humid and so it kind of feels a little bit like the tropics and I think in terms of the climate it's a bit closer to Africa than it is to the rest of Europe. Alright, it's time for the alcohol interlude, and today it's a special day because it's my brother's birthday. Uh, Me and my mum are having a glass of champagne to celebrate. Unfortunately, my brother's turning twelve, so he cannot have his own glass of champagne yet. We're drinking Moet, so I don't think I uh, need to introduce the brand to anybody. But uh, what I will say is that I'm now developing my champagne tasting skills, so I can try and tell you the different notes and flavors that I can taste the Moët that we're having is non-vintage which means that it's kind of a consistent blend of the grapes that they use and it will probably taste similar uh, every time you buy it. Uh, The first kind of flavors that I noticed were uh, definitely more of the fruity notes such as pear and a little bit of a citrusy feel which is quite common in champagne and then after there is a very nice aftertaste of kind of like toasted buttery brioche I'd say like a french dosed brioche and something that I was never able to put my finger on but I actually read about this in a book and now I know that because the grapes that are used for champagne uh, are normally uh, grown on these kind of chalky soil there is a very distinct mineral flavor that flavor that you can often taste is champagne and this is quite strong in this particular one uh, and I, I can finally tell you what it is. Okay so I will now answer the big question of why of all places was I in Malta and the truth is when I moved to Malta I was I think 14 and it was not my decision clearly it was my dad's decision it was because of his job. Um, My dad actually still lives in Malta he really really likes it there he has his own financial institution now so I do visit him quite a lot I go to Malta every year and i do like going there for holiday i wasn't that fond of living there but i will talk about that in a second i can recall that when i was moving to malta when i find out that i was going there i wasn't very happy you know i had my life all set uh, in poland and warsaw i knew everyone at my school i had my group of friends i was doing very well uh, and i was not Really, really excited about the idea of changing my life completely, to be quite honest with you. But looking at all of that now, I will say that moving to Malta was a, an absolute life changer for me. Uh, it was the first time that I got so close to a completely new culture, um, to new people. It was the first uh, experience that put me so out of my comfort zone that I actually um, grew into this whole new person. So I am very very happy uh, and very uh, grateful for this experience and this opportunity that I had. Malta also enabled me to learn English and learning English allowed me to apply to university in England. So you know it's kind of this whole chain of events that I wasn't aware of at the time but now I am really really happy that all of this happened. As much as I'm content with the fact that I lived in Malta for bit more than two years, I now know that I would not want to live there for uh, for for real, you know, as a permanent um, place to stay. I'm very happy to go there for a holiday, to see my friends, to see my dad, but because of um, certain things that I will talk about in a second, I don't think I'd be able to live there for a couple of years and not go absolutely insane. So as much as I think Malta is a lovely place to visit for a holiday. It's perfect for a tour um, for a week or two week long uh, getaway. It is not really a place to live for someone like me. All of the things that I'm going to say are obviously based on my personal experience and there, as usual, there's going to be some generalizations, some stereotypes. So please don't take me too seriously. I'm here uh, to tell you about my own life, my own stories. I'm not here to offend anyone. I think the number one thing that annoyed me uh, in Malta was actually something that, at the same time, I admired. So, I'm talking about the Southern mentality. There is this kind of, well, it's a generalization, but it applies in many cases, the fact that in the South, people take things a little bit more slow, you know? While the Maltese were easygoing, open, they valued family above everything, They also valued relaxation above work, so they kind of had this thinking of everything can be done later, you know, something's broken in the house, well, we can come in a month. You know, I remember this one time uh, something broke in our car and my dad asked uh, when that could be fixed and they said without a blink of an eye, well, we can do that in eight months that was normal you know things were taking a lot of time and nobody was really getting stressed about it nobody cared so obviously this is the kind of mentality that is perfect when you're on holiday because you don't want to be in a rush but when you want to get something done when you have a clear goal or when you have a personality that's really organized and kind of time pressured then you will get annoyed and i did Mm. Everything was kind of working at its own pace in Malta. For instance, certain places like the post office would have the opening hours of 10am till 11.30. Uh, Literally, you would have places that are open for an hour during the day. Uh, Shops and restaurants would kind of close randomly, depending on the mood of the owner or depending on the mood of the, uh, the workers. You'd go somewhere, you'd depend on it, and then that would just be closed because this day they decided to go on a boat or something Uh, we had this restaurant which i really loved uh, that was quite far away from my house and half the time we drove there it was closed and it wasn't because we drove on a wrong day it just the opening hours would change every week so you can't really make any serious plans or declarations in malta because it just it may go wrong i uh, i am a very punctual person and i had to learn to arrive one hour late to any meeting because whenever I came on time, I'd have to sit in a restaurant by myself holding a table for let's say eight people so that was my strategy after a year there i would just come everywhere an hour late and that was perfect that was exactly the time when everyone would turn up um so yes this this was a problem for me that was this was an issue especially that i was studying i was working i was taking my life very seriously and not everyone was taking it as seriously as i did something very interesting about Malta is the climate there. Uh, it's hot in Malta, everyone knows that but it's generally hotter in the south but something that makes Malta so different is that incredible humidity. Malta obviously being an island there's a lot of water around, there's a lot of water in the air and you can really feel it. It's hard to breathe and while Obviously, that big, that hot temperature and a lot of sun, that's kind of desirable when you're there on a holiday, when you're there at the beach. Um, But when you're trying to work, when you're studying, uh, that gets a bit difficult to handle. Imagine writing, sitting in maths exam. While it's forty degrees outside, I mean it's it's kind of difficult. Your head hurts, you can you're dizzy you're dizzy from the sun, and it's just it makes life a little bit more difficult. I'm not gonna lie. Um, while the rooms are often AC'd, which is not ideal, when you walk outside, you literally feel as if you are entering the oven. One thing that's so great about this hot temperature that when you can't finally you're finally able to jump into water, that is probably one of the best feelings in the world. Something that not a lot of people realize about Malta, though, is the fact that during the winter it can get pretty cold. Uh, it can get, I'd say, down to around zero degrees. Which you'll you'll tell me, well, in my country it gets to minus fifteen. Yes, but the Maltese buildings are not ready for the temperature. You know, there's a lot of wind, there's a lot of rain, and you can kind of feel all of that through the windows. Central heating does not really exist. So I remember when I was going to school during winter, I'd literally grab a blanket with me because it was so cold in the rooms. Or I would just wear my puffer jacket, my winter jacket, while I was in the classroom. And during the summer, that was a nightmare because we had uniforms in my school. We had those really kind of tight to body um, shirts and skirts. And imagine how sweaty that got when it was 40 degrees. I mean, I don't want to tell you the gross details, but uh, (laughs) it wasn't pretty. And I don't miss that at all. The temperature, the climate is hard to live in. uh, That's all I'm going to say. And while it's lovely for a holiday, it's not so great for um, permanent residents. Another aspect of living in Malta was a certain predictability, a certain routine that was very associated to the everyday life. Um, the Maltese are basically used to doing very particular activities, every single week going to the same places, doing the same things like, I don't know, going for an Italian dinner then going on the boat, going to the beach, going to a party. And they keep doing the same things over and over. They don't really expect more. Well, this is a perfect philosophy to kind of be happy of what you have. And I this is something I really, really appreciate and cherish in the Maltese culture. The fact that they are happy with the possibilities they have and they don't really want more from life. But to be honest, I always wanted more. I always wanted to do new things, to explore new places, uh, to do something that I've never done before. And at a certain point, that was not possible anymore. I mean, I remember every single week that I lived in Malta, pretty much looked the same during the week. I would study and then I would go out on Friday because the clubbing culture is very big in Malta. And then Saturday or Sunday, I'd go to the boat with my friends or I'd go to a restaurant with my friends. You keep doing the same things with the same people, I mean the island is small, you meet the people, you know the people, um, they all kind of know each other and while for many this may be an advantage, uh, for many this may be annoying too life in malta for many is stress-free because as i said in the beginning no situation is really stressful <laughs> nobody cares uh, about things that aren't essential to life and this actually has quite uh, a lot of funny consequences but the overall consequence of this thats that there is a big lack of control this big chaos disorganization. Things aren't working as they should be. Everything is kind of just following its own pace. Um, There is a lot of traffic, as I said. There are festivals blocking the city everywhere. Uh, There are things happening that never should be happening uh, anywhere i actually i have a really funny story regarding this disorganization of malta i this was a time when i went to the cinema there isn't a lot of there aren't a lot of cinemas in malta i went to one of them because i personally enjoy the cinema and i need to go there at least a couple of times a year and so i was supposed to see a film i think this was the theory of everything uh, that film was coming out and i went to see it with my my mum and my brother, if I remember well, and so we go to the cinema. We sit, we sit down. Um, we're waiting during the advert, and suddenly a different movie starts. And so we look at each other, and I'm thinking, "Oh my god, we went into the into the wrong room." But I can see that my mum also has this kind of puzzled look. My brother does it, ha- has it too. And then I look around the room, and there is different people also having this puzzled look on their faces and it turns out it wasn't us who went into the wrong room it was the the person responsible for putting the film on the cinema worker who has put on the wrong movie and you know i mean i personally can't imagine anything like that happening anywhere else than in malta obviously this is not a big thing to happen this is fine you know it's not an issue uh, that required saving a life but I will say like this kind of mentality and this kind of easygoingness apply to every single discipline of life Uh, so I think you can imagine uh, how this could impact many many sectors of your life uh, in a way that wasn't so funny as this one I think the main thing that this episode goes to show is the fact that different people um, look for very different things in uh, the place that they choose to live in, the people that they choose to live in. And it's just a matter of decision and kind of realizing what you need for yourself to feel happy, to feel valued, to feel like you're living your best life. Um, Myself, I had found that Malta was not the place for me, at least for the moment and for the close years. I will say, as I already mentioned at the beginning, I valued my time there a lot and there were a lot of positives uh, of me living there. I definitely miss the social aspect, the, the fact that people are so loud and open and they really value each other. They value each other's company. They spend time. They're very family oriented. That is something that I definitely look back at a lot and uh, I thought of it a lot when I was in England as well because it was quite different.